0: My podcasting sense is tingling. It's Cape Crisis. There
1: we
0: go. Win. Hey, I'm your host, Henry Gilbert. That's H-E-N-E-R-E-Y-G on Twitter. Damn. And uh, I'm here
2: with uh, special guest Chris Antista. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Channeling Man. the ghost of Don Pardue, it's Christopher Justin Antista. Dave Rodden. <laughs> <laughs> I should say it
0: normally because people might not if they're mm-hmm. new listeners they won't know I mean Dave Rudden thank you and Tyler Wild. <laughs> Tyler Wilde yes <laughs>
2: isn't is the most packed
3: yeah, pack yeah in the four wild. man one yeah what, what I, do we talk about in the show who's here? the musical guest for this episode okay, four non-blondes <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um tin uh, machine okay <laughs> yes, this is a uh, man. I fucked up the intro. Yeah, this is a comic book podcast about mm. sequential arts, lines on paper, uh, and other stuff uh, that's in comic books and sort of uh, geekery. Uh, a sort of geekery, and sometimes we get into topics we shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But uh, not this week. This is the my most be the most focused show ever. So focused, in fact, that we're going to go straight into what you've been reading right now. Wow! And I'm going to stalk first. Hank, ask me what I've been reading. Oh,
2: it's only had it only because I have it a clip. Okay, ready. fine.
0: What have you been reading? Guess what I've been reading, Hank? of the Avengers.
4: No Wolverine, Snickety, snickety, snorting. Yeah,
5: snicky, in your face. Snicky, snickety, snickety, snickety. Uh, uh, I picked the, up the first the death issue of Wolverine
2: of, <laughs> of Death of Wolverine, which I've been completely out of the loop on. Yeah. Tyler, did you hear Wolverine's Dan?
5: I heard that. Uh, mm-hmm. It's
2: well, I thought it was. It was. I, I knew that, and I thought it was pretty interesting. He lost his healing factor, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is interesting. That's when, been about
0: a year ago. But
2: but like, there were all these things I didn't know, didn't know, know about. That. He has adamantium-coated bones. He's super heavy. He still has his strength and all Mm -hmm. that. But, like, when claws pop out of his hands, shit no longer heals. Mm -hmm. And it's in the first issue of Death of Wolverine. Like, you were at the bombing of Nagasaki, weren't you? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you're totally irradiated. And you have no healing factor of any kind anymore. And (laughs) and you are just completely fucked. And what I didn't... The premise that the book goes off on, I'm I'm sorry. This is... Because I had... You know, I've been reading. Unemployed can't afford four dollar new issues um someone has put a bounty on wolverine's head he is mm. weak and when the world when mm-hmm. people start to notice that hey you're one of the best superheroes in the world who's caused a lot of po- problems with people now you're weak big ass mm. bounty and it's a race the, the faster so you get can get to to wolverine for... <laughs> so, but it made the issue really uh, interesting it's like, it's like a rat race but yes that. exactly <laughs> <laughs> but wow so john cleese and rowan atkinson and john lovitz <laughs> uh, you got a character named Nuke, who I don't know. I don't want to ruin anything. Oh, Nuke, Nuke's
0: a pretty interesting character. He's a Frank Miller creation.
3: Oh, really? He you know, it's going to be really disappointing him. when he ends up dying of infection because the adamantium claws have caused... Hey, I, I mean,
0: you can't have
2: metal in your body.
0: like, yeah. It causes
2: toxic poison. <laughs> that's, that's what the first bit is about. Like, Here's how your healing factor was saving you from your own powers, Yeah, mm-hmm. and now it's not there, and you're fucked.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Now, that's really interesting, though. I know that the death of Wolverine is part of this... There's a feeling within some Marvel fans that Marvel is ruining X Men because partially like the Fantastic Four because in both cases they don't own the they don't own the full rights outside of comics to them anymore because well, like that's why the X Men Disney Infinity is coming out soon and the X Men are not, not in there. Disney Infinity but Spider Man is no yeah Spider Man is because as I've said in the past Marvel has a better deal with Sony but this isn't about deals but I, I mean the point is that, like the X-Men used to be central to so many stories like they were the biggest Marvel team and now they just kind of get pushed to the side or like any of their big crossovers mm-hmm. and then also have like the Avengers or Guardians of the Galaxy in it mm-hmm. too just so that it can cover all the the more important people to
2: Marvel it's, a, it's amazing how much they're pushing Guardians as they own every slice of it yeah but, but, wow, it's doing so great it's mm-hmm. been number one four weekends in a row one. in the movies yeah, yeah fuck you Ninja
0: Turtles and Transformers <laughs> thank god man um uh, and I, also, I love to live in a world where at least in America Guardians of the Galaxy earns more money than Transformers
2: I also uh, am balls deep in Rat Queens mm. it's fucking great uh, like last week when I said I was reading the Bob's Burgers issue I don't read many funny comics <laughs> I don't read any medieval comics and Rat Queens is a group of four women with awesome powers and they go on quests and it's really funny and mm. super fucking violent
3: and and they have a Bob's Burgers crossover? They do. Okay, and they mom, do. My, my, and with
2: Archer, yes. Um, Hi, oh, Bob. Man, that girl <laughs> really farted. I can't do a John <laughs> Benjamin impression. That was too much to ask me to pull out of my ass. What about
0: uh, Tina? Like, oh. I like uh, to write... Th-
2: uh, uh, <laughs>
0: uh,
1: <laughs>
2: Touched her but. butts And then they touched Miss Anson's butt Everybody touched Each other's butts <laughs> God I love that episode <laughs> Tina's the best Like I love Tina's Tina Tina's the greatest Character yeah. in, of this Fucking decade <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Right Everybody's in agreement With yes, that Yes Tina's great
1: <laughs>
0: Uh, well, you know what I've read this week. Well, first I off, I had my birthday.
1: This <gasps> week, Henry, which, Happy birthday, who oh, Henry?
3: Someone posted a Happy Birthday Henry video. I, <laughs> I said that's a. It should be the, the break song. Well, oh, it was yes, well, indeed. it was just.
0: Who was? <laughs> is Benny Hinn? Was that it? Or it was what? one of those the preacher? It was one. Of, it was an evangelical preacher. I know that who just like it, because what was attached to his video? Like the next suggestion under his video was three hours long the reading of the book of something like it was
3: <laughs> well this was like a it was like an indian uh, musician singing happy Birthday. I, yeah. that, that's benny Hinn
2: is a, a foreign man
3: yeah he's yeah. not benny Hinn is exactly. yeah he's an evangelical but not not a
0: white man well,
2: that uh, this cannot yeah. be the right song it's your-
5: that was not it.
0: That was not it. I'm sorry. There is such a market for birthday
5: songs. Uh, there there just, really yeah, is.
2: If, if you really want 2,000 views. Then you're, birthday, like
5: birthday. How do, you do? Uh, <laughs> uh, But no, the,
0: uh, so I got a
2: lot of nice
0: birthday uh, mentions. Mm-hmm. But my favorite was... Well, okay, let's not play favorites. Mm-hmm. But one that really I really remember... Is uh, Mark Wade? Damn it! <laughs> what? Mark Wade sent me a. Oh, I just want to wish at H E N E R A Y G a happy birthday. Which what? Is, well, it's because the. See, I retweeted it, so if you guys are curious why, it is because what? like one of my coworkers is uh, one of my new coworkers, Jan mm-hmm. at uh, Games Radar. She used to work at DC and actually edited. Books like you can see her name on Fifty Two. She uh, she was an wow. editor on Fifty Two, worked with Mark Wade, really good friends with Mark Wade. And so I found out later, though I I was right in assuming it. She very nicely asked him to wish me a happy birthday
2: Did you tell him how awesome Daredevil is? <laughs> I,
0: I did. I replied like, oh, this will make <laughs> this will make reading Daredevil. I'll, I'll be extra. I'll have extra gratitude when I'm reading Daredevil today. Nice. So that was really nice. That was really nice. That's awesome. Yeah, and I. Ah uh, man, I someday I'll get to meet him in person. Mm-hmm. Or she can introduce me to him. I'm like yeah, Jan Jan's really cool. Man, I should. She'd have to. Oh uh, man, the things she could say. I'm oh, here, the but,
2: things that are braid,
0: But she, you know, she she keeps them straight. She keeps them tight, close to the vest. She's a professional. Totes, but, uh, totes. But yeah, I used to work at DC, so she knows all these people. She's really cool, but. uh... That was cool, but then also as a birthday gift for myself, I opened up my copy of the Marvel's Platinum Edition, mm-hmm. which basically makes, so Marvel's, the mm-hmm. con, the DC, or the, sorry, the Marvel, mm-hmm. Kurt Busick, Alex Ross, Marvel book mm-hmm. is really great, and though I hadn't read it in such a long time. I'm confused as to which one this is. It is basically the history of the Marvel Universe through the eyes of one dude. But it's the history of Marvel from the 40s up to the 70s. And it treats it like Silver Age Comics... Happened in real time, as in from the 60s yeah. to the 70s. So this guy who was a soldier, a, a war photographer in World War II. A, the Marvel's Project, is that a different thing? It's a different book. Mm. It's totally different. The, you'd remember this because Marvel's I read both, I think. Marvel's big deal was that it was painted photorealistic, mm. like Alex Ross. So it was like, this is the fights if you've never seen them before. Like, mm. this is, here's this panel from the big Galactus Silver Surfer fight, except from a completely different angle and looks way more real. And, yeah, it's really great. And the book is, though, very hard to read because it is published basically poster size. Like, it is, like, if you – like, it is, du- like, this, like, I, like two feet tall. So you sit I'd down say. and
2: crack open a book like Dumbledore. Because the
0: pages are so beautiful. <laughs> the art is wow. so beautiful, you want it that blown up. It's that gorgeous. Yeah. I forgot the story in it, though. The story is, like, a B-plus now, I'd say. I used to really Ooh. love the story. But what – the the important point of the story is it's just that Kurt Busiek, like – He's a really good writer But his His real talent is that he is a Marvel historian And that like his project was To connect every like Unlike DC that has Mm. such a free continuity Mm. Like especially back in the 60s Marvel made it very clear of like The Human Torch uh, Like what published this month And in what order The Human Torch shows up in Spider-Man and says Man I just fought the wizard And that's because last month in Fantastic Four He Mm. fought the wizard So in in Marvel's He's basically trying to say, this happened, then this happened, then this happened, and it's all based on the publishing order and references wow. in between books. And like, he's like, oh yeah, in this, issue, in this issue of Avengers, Janet Van Dyne premiered this line of, of clothes. So when a character walks by to hear about this line of clothes, he's on his way to see Galactus because it happened around the same time. Like wow. it's, it's that obsessive to detail. And then Alex Ross is
2: great at, at painting that though but guess what dave has been reading
0: yeah dave because
3: uh, it's
2: something you spoke about and i never bothered to read I the forgot. fade out the fade out which yes. i have not even started i'm what waiting I've for the purchased? trade on that it's, just like i am with yeah. southern bastards but.
3: they literally it's just the first issue mm-hmm. it's um brubaker and i forget who else sean phillips yes um but it's yeah it's like a noir uh, <laughs> uh noir. another noir from those guys yeah. i can't believe it um uh, you know, it's it's only the first issue. It's forty pages long, which is why I decided to buy it. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna spend three dollars on an issue. It better be something big and damn yeah. good. And it's still all fresh at this point. It's like it's about a starlet who's been murdered and mm. uh, like Hollywood leader trying to cover it up, and this investigator is trying to get to the bottom of it. And uh, he's not sure what happened that night. Murder? Yes. I just had a murder sound effect. <laughs> yeah, but you know. It's a uh, it's the 1940s, and there's like some relationships that people can't talk about, and mm. uh, that are kind of hidden under the surface. Mm. Uh, Homosexuals, mm. <laughs> uh, but it's it, yeah, it's still at this point, it's all kind of a mystery. Mm. It's nice uh, though, a yeah. noir mystery
2: set in the 50s. Well,
0: I
3: didn't. I, uh, I,
2: there does seem like there's a lot of noir comics, mm-hmm. but there is no other noir anywhere. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so, uh, every once in a while somebody will make an indie noir
3: film, it's but even then fun. it has but to be then, like, like brick. I, it used,
2: to, it happened a lot. It felt like as I mm-hmm. as I was growing up, and I when was the last noir movie, noir show? You you Sin City, A
3: Dame to Die For, <laughs> to
0: kill
1: for. you should kill kill for whatever.
5: Seriously, watch the first two seasons of The Killing. On oh Netflix. yeah, oh you, you yeah. probably walked by Anna I and, and I heard bad it. things about that. Oh, well, the first heard, two seasons are great. I heard the internet great tells me not to like
2: but there was a lot of conflict. Around the season finale, one, the first or the second, yeah, or something I, like that.
5: Ignore. Well, I would say ignore any mm-hmm. seasons after the first two. It's mm-hmm. clearly a two-season show, mm-hmm. but it's noir in the sense that it is one one person is murdered, yeah, and then over the course of two seasons, everybody is involved—from the mayor's office to the yeah. chief of police to the county police. To I, the, lo- I, I didn't. And just, then by the end of it, you're like, it's just one girl in this family. Oh, the mob's there. Of course they're there, <laughs> it's like. It it's crazy. the a twin, twin Peaks
2: effect. I remember me as a yeah. kid, like, I would... Yes, I grew up in, like, fucking Stallone and Schwarzenegger horseshit, like, in the periphery, and my dad's like, check out this noir movie. Like, only one person is murdered? <laughs> like, Who Sunset cares? Boulevard, you mean? There's or, a... Yeah. Nicolas Cage is defusing a nuclear bomb. Yeah. Did, uh... Well, did you... <laughs>
0: I was introduced <laughs> to noir by a Garfield cartoon. <laughs> <spectrum>. Wait, <laughs> he's there. do you know, know which one?
5: He's a he hard-boiled is, uh, detective in that
0: one, imagining it. And, yeah, uh,
5: probably have seen it. But. Yeah,
0: but, uh... No, wait, there's, a, there's that more TV show that uh, Dana it's Gould's on. It's canceled, Mob City. Well, all right, but it was on <laughs> recently, like it was just it's on.
2: the uh, former L.A. noir. Why would they call the show that? Because they don't know video game. <laughs> they don't know if video game exists. Uh. Mob City. Yeah, that's
5: what, one of my favorite story archetypes. Just like the one incident, the one crime, mm-hmm. and it turns out the whole town is involved. It turns, uh, it turns into everybody's be the most, hands are dirty, see? The most involved crime of all time. Yes. Like That involves every single person. And it person.
2: always involves somebody sleeping with the but, wrong person. But also,
5: I know this isn't about comic books. We're getting off topic. No, as no, happens on no, the show. But I love the idea. I'm so used to the procedural cop shows where it's mm-hmm. a monster of the week, there's a new killer every week. Mm-hmm. To do to investigate one murder mm-hmm. over the course of two seasons was really refreshing because, like, if you watching CSI, you would think that the murder rate is in New York yeah, or wherever insane. is is twenty thousand a year. Like, a new body has shown up. It's like no. The mur- I looked it up because I was like, the show takes place in Seattle. It's like mm-hmm. how many people are actually how many homicides are there, and it was like twenty maybe. So like, wow. yeah, the idea that two cops mm-hmm. would spend a month and a half yeah. on a murder investigation. They're not that as. Is, yeah, it, 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 it's you not every day they bothering, them bothering them more than it would in yeah. your cup. Yeah. yeah.
3: But are there 20 murders per year that would take a week to
5: solve? Yeah,
1: no, probably not.
3: So yeah, this it's like, one oh, murder. So like, well, like, no, the husband. Yeah, his it's husband, husband. So his yeah. husband.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> husband first, that's where you look. That's yeah. what, that's in TV shows, you go like, well, it's the husband first, Abby, and then they have to then show how, nope, it's not the husband. And mm-hmm. then they, the shock is later when it's like, no, it was the husband. Yeah. <laughs> but it's normally not how, lo- man, Law and Order, there is a great Tumblr. Have you guys seen Computers on Law and Order? Mm-hmm. No, oh, it no, is a great one. Sounds, it is, already basically, awesome. because it is a 10, <clears throat> it was 20 years on television pretty mm-hmm. much. But unlike The Simpsons filmed in real time, like yeah. you get to see the maturation of computers. like They're using a typewriter in one of the first episodes. Like the concert oh still in the 1990 episode. Oh, and, wow. And I remember watching an episode that was like 97 or 98... Where Lenny, aka Jerry, Jerry Orbach, the oh, old school, is guy, introduced to computers. That he, episode had, it, had Benjamin happened. Bratt, the young guy, <laughs> uh. explains to him what the internet is, and he's like, "Well, the internet is a bunch of these bulletin boards, and people reply to each other on them, and they like it's it is, is so great. Wrong? Like, honestly, you could do a whole you could do a whole like Wired piece on it. I bet he's but. not wrong.
5: But uh, all right, Tyler,
2: you read things,
5: yeah. I haven't been on the show since like what the second episode. <laughs> yep.
2: you, well, that's not due to our lack of interest. But
5: I've been cracking out the comic books. I actually knew mm-hmm. that Wolverine lost his healing powers because I've been reading Miss Marvel. Is it? In, that's mentioned in Miss Marvel. Oh and yeah, she he, makes fun of him. Cameos on it. Oh, and she discovers uh, that he's lost his healing powers and actually saves. Like she, mm-hmm. maybe not saves him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really need her help, but she helps him out when he's like he has to make a long jump and he's hurting <laughs> and she's like fine because uh new Miss Marble uh Kamala Khan yeah it's pretty awesome I, I read the first issue i loved it and i the, the art end- style okay so for the last two issues it's been mm-hmm. a guest artist who i i didn't love mm-hmm. i can't remember who the main artist is mm-hmm. but i love just, i love the art in it and it's also she's just adorable and mm-hmm. funny and like uh i don't know it's really entertaining to yes, me it, it's 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 my easy reading <laughs> I've also been what? reading Sex Criminals, and uh, love that good, book, which is fun. Chip and...
0: Zdarsky is one of the funniest people on Twitter. Like, he's was it
2: worth... tag real from the Cincinnati Comic Con that he tweeted there? It was like Zod. Was a... Well, that he was sitting across the street with just a like a, a desk and his no, comic it was, setup. It was a, it was a, na- a like someone a complete misspelling of his name. Um, and, yeah. I wouldn't uh, be surprised.
0: But he also had a good one that like I saw him draw a commission of like this is emo which is like modoc. As an email mm-hmm.
2: kid, like that's beautiful. I was pretty good. No
0: doc for president of, everything. but
5: not that my uh, recommendation means anything because I know shit about comic books. But Miss Marvel is really entertaining. Yeah, I think it's really good. Mm-hmm.
0: That's another waiting for the trade. I'm I'm missing out on being part of the conversation with all this miss- waiting for the trade stuff. I've yeah, been, doing, man. but so apologies to the podcast
1: <laughs> listeners. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, look.
0: Well, I mean, I haven't even read the final issue of Original Sin, which was last week. Like, I am mm. um, I'm embarrassed I'm for that. Issue three. A listener, well, a listener note, we uh, currently are not recording these on Wednesday anymore, so we're not reacting to that week's comics. So just, just a heads up, folks. I feel like we're. To, uh, can to, you believe what to, happened uh, in The Walking Dead? To explain
2: Crazy. it, it's like that pre, pre-taped call-in show, Mr. Show. <laughs> I, I Want to talk there. about well, no, Original Sin 7, you, you call it? Like no! Uh, <laughs> Watch that. Google that, people. One of the Pre-taped best. One show. of the
0: best sketches ever. Oh, it's beautiful. Heard. Though the audition might be my
2: favorite. Oh, it's all right. Let's what a pre-tape call-in show?
0: No, okay, you're right. Pre-tape calling show. Or fat kid
2: camp. Uh,
0: fat kid Camp's pretty good. Like, and all right. Uh, there's some news in the uh, uh, like. First, let's go to the one that. Broke. People said to me after it broke, man, I can't wait to hear you talk about this on Cape Crisis. But I was like, well, we recorded it last night, so we didn't. Uh, Shazam! Oh, The Rock. The Rock has been cast, but as Black Adam. Black Adam. And it's revealed more just about the state of the Shazam film. One, that Shazam has not been cast yet. Yeah. And I heard some people say that John Cena should play Shazam because he's... <laughs> He has he has superhuman physique, but also is a is a doof is a doofus like is a well meaning doofus, mm-hmm. just like Shazam. And then meanwhile, somebody else said like, "Duh, oh, should be totally Channing Tatum, like a guy with an awesome body
2: uh, and a dumb face." Yeah, like, that's so. hard to deny. I uh, just Marvel should lock him down.
3: But, I would love it if in this movie there's oh, wait, a line he's Gambit. where he's Gambit. He's Gambit. Oh, the where screen. the Rock says, "Up and Black Adam." <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hold on, that's definitely worthy of a comedic horn honk. Or a whistle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Either way. Yeah,
0: That he. I, I'm surprised it, take, it took this long to cast him as any type of superhero. Mm-hmm. And I think that them casting Black At, him as Black Adam, like I think he's too big to be a one-movie star that he will start as the villain in the first one and then transition to anti-hero Black Adam that he's been in the comics. I think mm-hmm. Rowan Atkinson should reprise <laughs> his role. Yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> I get it. Oh,
5: Black Blackadder. Oh wow! Is this I didn't the f- get hold on? That's I'm definitely. playing off me not understanding. Is this the
0: <laughs> is this the most cleverest plan that ever Fox came up with after he got a? I haven't school?
5: seen the show. They haven't seen Blackadder. Uh, just
0: watch. You, you should just watch Black Adder goes forth. Watch is that one. That's one? that's the best one. The World, World War, War One one. It is the best. And then when you watch, it, you'd be like. That's fucking House. Like, this is House 30 years ago. Like, oh, 20
3: years ago. That's the follow-up to Black, Cat, Black Adder Goes Third. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. Hold on. I've got to have another... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh,
5: I think Hugh Laurie should play everyone.
1: He's yeah, just uh, the best.
0: But, yeah, that uh, also that Shazam, if they're going to stick with it, Shazam needs to be two guys, too. Mm-hmm. It's a kid and him. But uh, but then also, I was shocked to find out that the Shazam, the Shazam film is a New Line Cinemas thing, not warner and then it's mm. technically not they don't plan it to be part of the batman
2: superman universe it was it was interesting because somebody if you didn't see that news story marvel's films have walked a very fine line it's very family friendly but we're also comedies and we're actually there's, there's a joke about cum like yeah cum being yes there's a they, cum joke in guardians um, but they do it over the kids heads but and i and i've expressed irritation of that too i hate oh, when people bad. wink yeah, at the camera the example being from the original X-Men like what are they with these costumes what'd you expect yellow spandex wink that would look <laughs> stupid on film nah, like, I don't want to hear any that of that that pretty much every episode of Smallville was that... when, even Man of Steel had it like yeah. Superman like that's a name like nah I don't want to hear that's a, that's a dumb name In DC I think interpreted that as like no there is no humor no humor no humor in any of our movies and Shazam was like yeah but we'll be the one with humor Suzanne is a funny book. It started as silly, and like, that's because it's from New Line. Apparently, it doesn't have to adhere to. Oh, the... they
5: attempted
2: humor in Man of Steel. <laughs> when did when did New Line get the rights to? Well, New Line is owned by Warner Brothers,
0: so oh, I'm sure
1: okay. it's. it's so I guess they
0: just lent it to different department a or yeah. something. It's, mm. uh, it's uh, Hollywood. Exactly, I'll never you.
1: understand it. Yeah, and to can...
5: meet. Oh no, sorry. I was saying we could probably do a whole episode of this or Laser Time mm. on a YouTube video I watched recently that was what happened to pg13 did you watch that no Yeah, i to, thought though? that guy
0: was complaining just a little bit about like they're making these things too
5: mainstream now
0: they didn't even get to really uh, a little right.
5: bit but he also did make a point that like pre what was the turning point Gremlins. for him it was grandma oh, or, right. no no no, no. it was uh it was
0: like the 2000 early 2000s like, where was,
5: i mean like pg13 movies mm-hmm. were gory and and there was sex and i mean one fuck you get not, one fuck you get one fuck and mm-hmm. but like really gory, and then at some point, nearly 2000s, it turned to PG 13. Oh, it was, gore. it was Janet Jackson. It <laughs> yeah, was Janet Jackson. Yeah, he said this. the turning point was the uh, nip slip. Yes, poetic per justice. Seen around <laughs> the world, filmed. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if I don't know if his analysis of all that is right, but right. it is true that. Uh, you could have a hell of a lot more gore mm-hmm. in PG 13 movies yeah. in the 90s mm-hmm. than you can ha- now. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, I, I hadn't I, thought about it. I'd love to watch
0: it. Well, yeah. well and also that, like, uh, the, the thought that, oh, you'll make more money when you're PG 13 is like, no, that didn't. You You actually, you just. You sacrifice what made your thing special, and you ended up making less money trying to get children to watch it. Possibly. Like, exactly, children. <laughs> children got into Predator because they watched it mm-hmm. when they because they weren't supposed to, but they liked what was in it. Yeah, like,
5: but my angle is that I would love for comic book movies to be able to be PG thirteen mm-hmm. and also have blood. Yeah, yeah, and for does, that to be okay.
2: Yeah, it does occasionally well, it does occasionally happen. Someone was making that argument with the Expendables because like they're PG thirteen. I'm like all the blood in those movies is CG like it yeah. what the fuck does it matter It now, never looks real well
0: like the first one wasn't even it's just the swearing like, yeah it's more just like them going like ah, fuck you like, <laughs> which is ridiculous
2: the... we have no such rating on this show and fuck shit cunt we can say whatever we'd like <laughs> true you sure did yeah. uh other news other news vision vision dude I was super excited about that but he's the little guy who dangles from my three DS oh. vision. The uh, red, white and yellow. <laughs> no, it's red, green. Sorry, red, green and yellow, yes. Are you do you have colorblindness? No, it's just it's a phrase. He's that, gonna be that's the enemy in of the color blind
5: character. I do. I what? Well, I mean I'm not colorblind, color deficient oh? on the green spectrum.
3: Are you really? Yes. But you're an artist.
5: I know. I learned to use Photoshop well. That's <laughs> <absolute What> color <laughs> are these are these rolling rocks to you? Oh, they're they are a green color okay. clearly. Thank I've God. learned to identify things but uh, <laughs> yes. like a dark green is just black to me
2: but there's, uh, like some r- rapscallion Asian teenager took a picture <laughs> I love of, that picture it that sucks like the leaked picture if you look at it on laser dot there's just this one little Asian kid who's up like what and like kind of shrugging in front of this age of Ultron <laughs> promo art, and, and the internet was like is this real is this really what vision looks like is this officially Marvel's uh, new vision and like well they're removing it so yes, yeah. yes so that is. is exactly like yeah uh, once it's officially taken down
0: yes. then you that is confirmation that like, is your review yeah I really I, I think companies need to learn from that that
2: that, that, that mm-hmm. is the reveal like you confirmed it by revealing it and com- right. coming off on that subject of like Making light of the your comic book source material I had written about it, it's like, uh, uh, understandably, a lot of comic-to-film transitions compromise some things for, you know, the realism of film. Uh, Batman doesn't wear spandex. He wears armor. Or uh, mm-hmm. the X-Men wear black leather and not yellow spandex. But, like, to see that Joss Whedon is just going full force with a baboon-faced yep. uh, android in a yellow cape. Yep. In green outfit And he's also like A skinny A skinny weirdo Looking guy too Who's floating In like one of his shots He's an android What what need does he have To be muscular In the first place Oh I I love that I do love that Um, And we, we posted an article I said I'd read some feedback And I did love some of it Um uh, the artist formerly known as Keeper13 says the I, all I know about Vision is he got stuck in the Hulk that one time, but I like his costume. Uh, I guess he can phase through people. I didn't know he got stuck in the Hulk. But, um, uh, and I did like I responded to I Handy. Know. I don't know. might be a big pill for the average moviegoer go- to swallow. Um, and I responded with, uh, but it's a pill that if the public can swallow, they can build up a resistance. And there's no <laughs> telling what we can slide past their gag <laughs> reflex after that. That is yeah. a really You're a wrong, good, a good way to put metaphor. it. Yeah,
0: colorful mm-hmm. metaphor. colorful um, metaphor. And he's a, for a colorful metaphor for a colorful <laughs> superhero. I just want um, any
5: filmmaker to trust its audience. Like, yeah, yeah. no. You know,
0: well, even if the filmmaker does, it's the people above him going, like, no, nah, I don't trust him. Okay, yeah, I want film studios
5: to trust your audiences. And they, the they will accept Talking Raccoon. It's fine. Joss Whedon. In fact, I wish they hadn't changed the shit you told me they changed <laughs> in Guardians of the Galaxy, because it sounded cooler the way you... Uh, talked about it after mm -hmm. we saw the movie Eh, I mean it was still pretty cool Joss
2: Whedon will sneak in a shitload of context in the form of a passing joke Mm -hmm. Uh, I had mentioned this a billion times even my buddy Shane didn't like Firefly if you watch the opening like nine minutes of the movie it establishes the entire show every character what their motivation is and who they are and where they're going would uh, did Shane excellent. think
0: it was just a little too neat that scene? I, it probably it is, but I uh, mean, like,
2: but if anybody can sneak the vision into the uh, mainstream movie going public and make him beloved, I think it's Whedon.
1: Well,
5: no Jack, idea who this is.
0: Well, Whedon is like uh, you will know when Joss Whedon makes him famous next uh-huh. year, played by Paul Bettany. But uh, no, that Joss uh, Joss Whedon doesn't come from a point of condescension. I think there's also that.
2: Oh, and Moan like, for Sloan says I only know him from the awesome arcade game. Which uh. is, in fact, awesome, uh, mm-hmm. but he's white. He's white in that. Well, get- that's
0: his look. that was his look in the 80, late 80s to mid-90s, that his old body got destroyed, then he went into his all-white body, as I believe designed by John Byrne, and then that body got destroyed, and he went back to his red. And we, I green. know
2: we, this is some question that we uh, the, my introduction to Vision is just like I was digging through an ancient, cheap comic mm. box and found Vision and Scarlet Witch number one. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't own any number ones, and I picked it up, and... Vision, Vision of
5: my first and number I just, one. I just googled Vision Hero and all I get is Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, you deserve uh, it for not reading the Avengers in the '80s. James so this guy's not
3: related to Heat Vision and Jack at all.
5: No, <laughs> no, Dave. I'm I'm not, not going to watch this movie. I'll be watching Paul yeah. Rudd man. They on should they should Blu-ray. <laughs>
3: They if should I, make a Heat Vision and Jack movie. I think Lococycle has proven that a talking motorcycle is a already. acceptable they were, they,
2: They've been talking about it for years.
0: Well, I mean, what's Jack Black doing these days anyway? Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> um, he can't be another. Actually, superhero. is pretty a Bunch big of Like he just in a, in a tour. And, yeah, he did a tour. He just bought a new one. Hey, I, I did. You know, I, said, I meant to. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, but first, I, but I it. You gave me some clips. I got oh, some okay. Clips. Let's hear some clips of what
2: now? Um, you sent me this, and it's you know, we're Kate prices, we're mostly comics, but this still is worthy of a little geek gasm. Uh, MTV sat down to talk to Al Pacino and he oh, just yes, gave such yeah. a res- like a lovely r- surprising great. response to uh, do you still watch movies? <laughs> with what's
3: playing generally speaking nowadays like when you
4: see what's playing for multiplex well i i got really I, I even got on the internet on twitter because my my young children took me to see or <laughs> well, i took them to see the guardians of the galaxy right and i was really <laughs> impressed i i was very i was really uh, especially with that 70s. Have you seen it? Of course. 70s music. It's amazing. Awesome. And inventive. And so funny. And, and dark. And deep. All the things. Shakespearean. <coughs> you know, I, I was very, very uh, surprised by that. I know you kids that. From, mm-hmm. from Marvel. Yeah, I'm oh. ready to go to Marvel.
1: Ooh. <sighs> <sighs> that's would
2: be a really dumb question of the week. Who would you well, cast like... Al Pacino as did, did...
4: Oh, it's clobbering time!
3: <laughs> did you get the... Uh, he talked about going to the concession stand later. No, I yeah, didn't he went over and he's like, "Is the popcorn hot yet?" And they said, "It's just getting warmed up." <laughs> oh boy, I love you.
2: David. Oh, that's um, good. He also the, 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 the <laughs> little the little bit on uh, I him. Uh, this never gets talked about The people who yeah. almost got the role of Characters in Star Wars but, uh-huh. And I guess because dorks like us Haven't been promoted to places where you can ask people Like Al Pacino this mm. But he asked them about Star Wars role If you'll indulge me One, one of those weird like um, I don't know
4: if it's a true story or not Is that you You turned down Han Solo Way back when Is that true? Who's that? Han Solo from Star Wars <laughs> The Harrison Ford Oh I hate to say that Because poor Harrison Ford I mean he's doing, I mean, he's doing great <laughs> You know And, and uh, it was at that time in in my career where where you know it just came up i was offered everything yeah. but at first i was in the godfather you know i mean <laughs> I heard, they, yeah. they, they, they didn't care if i was right or wrong for the world if i could act or not act he's in the godfather offer him everything so they offered yeah. me this uh this movie and i remember not understanding it <laughs> and uh, so, another, another missed opportunity. Could have oh, out sure. Really. Of could have course. Been a success. I might have been Harrison Ford.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> thought that was cute. That's a cute story. Right. I spent the last couple of years just making fun of Al Pacino and these awful film choices, and I forgot. Yeah, yeah he might be probably a cool guy to talk he to he seems
0: pretty cool there he's definitely very humble there mm-hmm. one thing that grossed me out is when old celebrities have little kids i was like Ugh, were you not so you weren't ready to have children until you were 70 you can kind of like, hear him really? say that he's
2: like my younger kids like yeah younger the ones kid. who aren't 30 yeah, they, they, <laughs> yeah dude, because whatever. i had to marry
0: i could I, could i marry someone my age or even within 20 years <laughs> no. of it no it's gross. It's Man, gross. i, I some...
5: am i am on that train i don't i'm Thirty next year. I don't want kids in the foreseeable future. Yes. I don't want to let them in this when I'm fifty. <laughs> I want to have a heart attack and just be dead before that high I don't school. I wanna have a heart right attack there, at
2: seventy eight huh? during their high school graduation. No. Here, here's well, all my
3: money Time Tell when with Godfather, stuff. have it while you're with your child <laughs> in orange. I do, or think well,
0: this job, is, I do think this is how Marvel gets like dudes like like after I, I wonder if too he's interested because they got Robert Redford and now he's like Oh, Robert Redford's doing these things? Maybe I should be doing them. But I'd
2: be cool, like with the kids. My kids, my grandkids, my kids love me. should mention that uh, uh, Captain America Winter Soldier out now on Blu ray, finally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it'd be funny that he's. I feel like he is asking for a role in Marvel. He's like,
4: come on, hire <laughs> me. I'll be
0: the villain in one movie.
4: I'll be alive for five more years. we <laughs> yeah.
5: talk
2: gravelly to somebody? Anthony Hopkins that. will be
0: dead next year, oh, but you'll need me. Don't say that. <laughs> he's not looking so great as Odin in the last one. He, when a, his roles are
5: primarily sitting, <laughs> I feel like that's that should be a tip
0: off for Hank you. Hank
5: Pym has a great ass! Stop it! We've had we've lost too many recently. I that's true. Can't joke. Did you uh, remember we watched what was that movie? The
0: uh, oh that that one of the shitlords lords film we saw that had Wilford Brimley as like the as the oh, Remo Williams. Remo Williams and Remo Williams. I pointed out early on that. Wilford Brimley is sitting in every scene. and like, He's sitting look, in he, one office in every he scene. He's in one office sitting in every scene. He's like, I am free for one week, and I refuse to stand, but, uh, <laughs> but I'll be in this. Like, fine. Did
1: fine. you hear?
2: I, yes. I do a lot of podcasts, but my favorite podcast, The Dana Gould Hour. My and, favorite. And the newest episode, just some guy throws it offhandedly. Like, oh, my friend's Al Pacino's accountant. Do you have <laughs> any idea how much he really makes a year? Mm. Like How much? $80 million, including his residuals and the shitty straight-to-DVD movies wow. he does. $80 million wow. a year. Well, yeah, I
5: You're, mean...
2: just sort of shocking to hear that. Yeah. that this, oh, man, Mel Gibson got a 20... have got to say, no. Santa, where's the buddies?
0: <laughs>
2: Don't uh, drink that Vince
1: Vaughn.
0: <laughs> well, okay, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to have a superhero spotlight on a Spacey character. <gasps> yeah, but, but I mean, someone played by Kevin Spacey. Ooh. And uh, we'll also... No, we're not actually doing that. Yeah. And we'll also have uh, your answer to last week's question week and this week's question of the week. Be right back. Hello everybody and welcome to the break of uh, Cape Crisis episode 107. We're so happy to have you as our listener on this podcast. And if you would like to help us out, there's a lot of ways you can do that. Go to LasertimePodcast.com and you can help out Cape Crisis in so many ways. On the the website, LasertimePodcast.com, you'll see a link to PayPal. Click on that link and you can give us a little bit of money. Consider it a tip paypal everybody uses it come on or you can buy a t-shirt from the t-shirt store a link to that is right below that paypal button that's on the left hand side of the screen or on the right hand side there's a bunch of links to amazon click on any one of those you can buy something we suggest or just buy anything through that link and a little bit of money comes our way at no extra cost to you i did belch as i said that i'm sorry but uh also also worth (laughs) uh mentioning is go to itunes and subscribe to this show on itunes and give it a review it's all very very helpful i really really do appreciate it and now it's time for the hank's corner pick of the week i talked it up i'm talking it up again marvels the alex ross kurt music book marvels is really great as is the kind of titan book astro city which is just like Slice of Life Stories of People Living in a World Full of Superheroes. Like it's, it's, both of those are very interesting, both written by Kurt Buzik, whose whose name I might be mispronouncing, but whose talent I definitely recognize. So you can buy those through Amazon.com. The links to it are on this week's episode of uh Cape Crisis number 107. You'll find it on LeisureTimepodcast.com. Alright, and now back to the rest of the show. All right. For the second segment, oh, of, uh, frighten me. Cape Crisis number one hundred and seven, and it's time for the <laughs> Henry Dilbert. Did you see that picture? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that, was, that was cute. That was pretty funny, man. Come on, uh, it's time for this week's superhero you,
3: spotlight.
1: Select your hero. The
2: segment where we spotlight a single superhero and tell you a little bit more about someone you I might not know. Bet I don't so know So not, who not one is. that's
3: in a relationship.
2: No, of course not. Otherwise, she's not worth talking about. Single ladies only.
3: And
0: this um, is the the one of the singlest ladies in DC Comics, Starfire.
2: I have a clip.
1: Curiosity abounds. Please, where do you come from? How
2: did you get here? What is your favorite color? Do you wish to be my friend? Um, Earth?
1: walked red and sure hello new friend
2: (laughs) i don't know anything about i I loved her
0: on that show she was so funny is she she
2: only uh, a part of the teen titans
0: uh she premiered as a character in teen titans so Mm -hmm. her history is she first premiered in dc comics presents number 26 from 1980 and she was part of the new teen titans of marv wolfman and george perez's famous run in in the early 80s like just as the X-Men were getting big, then the Teen Titans were the big teen book in, in, uh, in DC. It was actually one of the most cutting-edge ones they had. And it was partially because they hired Marv Wolfman and George Perez, who were big-time Marvel guys. Mm-hmm. And so the, uh, the Teen Titans was a concept in the 60s, which was just like... Uh, it's the Justice League for sidekicks. The sidekick mm-hmm. Justice League. that had Robin, right. <laughs> Robin Speedy... Um, the second bananas. Yeah, all the second bananas. Then, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, in the new Teen Titans, they added a bunch of weirdos to be around Robin. Like, mm-hmm. they had Robin, Kid Flash, and Speedy, but on top of them were characters like Cyborg, Raven, mm-hmm. Beast Boy, or Changeling. And Cyborg got quite the promotion. And then Starfire. Mm-hmm. Like, Starfire, who is the crazy... Like uh, outer space, sex symbol character hmm. of the eighties. Like she, she basically flies around in a like a, a, a string bikini, and and shoots lasers from her. Hands. Is there, what brought her to mind? That uh, to be honest, at the office lately, they've for some reason Cartoon Network is always on the TV that's in the, uh, the oh wow in the uh, right next to the door.
2: Finally, not news and sports, and so. <laughs>
0: went on there is like Teen Titans the new Teen Titans mm-hmm. Teen Titans Go or Titans Go mm-hmm. and just hearing uh, Starfire's voice on that show like I do love Starfire's voice like she's so funny and like super positive and like sort of Pollyanna-ish but also like she's the most powerful member of the team like she could beat up the whole team mm-hmm. but hey, we got another clip
1: Yeah. yes today is Gorb Gorb the Tamaranian festival of berating drapery stupid <laughs> super-
0: so yeah, her her, her, na- her name uh, uh, you know Starfire is her superhero name, mm-hmm. and her real name is Coriander. With uh, Ooh, i was penef- gonna put some of that in my chili, and she's mm. from Tamaran.
5: So <laughs> that too. She, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, she, easy on the Tamaran this time. Man. Right. <laughs> she's a
0: Tamaranian from Tamaran. <laughs> And, uh, uh, yeah, that she got, like, sold into slavery by her evil sister. Uh, she's a princess of Tamarain. Her evil sister, Blackfire. Interstellar Cinderella. And that she has... Uh, you can tell she's evil because she has black hair. So, Ew! Yeah. Uh, and what I like about uh, classic Starfire is that she has giant 80s hair. Like, if you look at one of her earliest appearances, like it's very, oh, like, big feathery hair. Look at mm. that.
2: Very Tina Turner. Mm-hmm.
0: Very. very Tina Turner hair. And that when she flies, like, okay. she supersonic, has uh, supersonic flight abilities, yeah. And that her hair just becomes like a trail of fire behind her. So like her hair kind of goes down to like her ankles, and then original then, Bayonetta. <laughs> and also with her is that she, um, uh, oh yeah, she has laser pulse out of her hands. Like mm. she has super strength as well. And and yeah, that she's kind of the like she's somebody that people can explain things to. She's not stupid, but she she just doesn't know Earth. Like she's an alien. Mm. And then Central. So, she's also important in DC history because of her relationship with Nightwing. That, um... Nightwing, who I don't know. OG really, Robin. Uh, A.K.A. Dick... Yeah, Dick Grayson, the original Robin. That he wasn't that... Uh, he didn't really have, like... I guess he had Batgirl. Like, there had been mm-hmm. some implications of, like, friendliness between him and Batgirl. But that was kind of it. Like, D- Dick Grayson never really had, like, a... A love interest that was another superhero, as far as I know. Except for Bruce, and so we. <laughs> yeah, he stayed pure for Bruce. But uh, but as he grew up, as as they allowed him to age as Nightwing, then he started falling for Starfire on his team. Like mm. him and Corey became like a, an item, and like the basically as as he became like more of a Teen Titans character than a Batman character for about fifteen years. Him and Corey got really like kept getting closer and closer until. They were going to have a wedding. Like, they were going to get married in issue 100 of of New Teen Titans. And it was going to be a big deal. And then, and then, Raven, just as the priest is about to pronounce them husband and wife, Raven, who for this storyline had turned evil, appears and murders the priest. And, like, just, like, melts him. Oh, no. And. And that was basically the end of their relationship. Like, that was. They'll <laughs> the, do it. Yep. He was almost married. They're like, no, he's not getting married. Dick Grayson's single. And then him and her uh Corian and dick have gotten back together a couple times but mostly they stay they stay separate and they get back to saying like eh, maybe dick ration should be with barbara gordon instead and i don't know which which do you guys think dick ration should be with you a spacey I, sexy lady or uh back girl a fellow detective
2: i what i really like in a woman
0: working back
1: <laughs> she can uh, walk now okay good good all right
0: but the back girl also is like I don't know. That really does feel like <laughs> it feels like he is sublimating
3: like his his. He's like
0: well, I do have feelings for Bruce, but he's also like my dad. Oh, if only he was a woman. Ah, I see. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: like that episode of Seinfeld where George dates the girl that looks just like Jerry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm watching a lot of Seinfeld lately. Uh, we were trying
2: to the other night, and I want to watch more Seinfeld. That yeah, uh, was good. Yeah. Uh, um,
0: then lastly, with Co- uh, like Corey after the split up of the Teen Titans, she kind of like just bumped around for a while and didn't really have her own book until the new the Teen Titans book reformed, uh, and though she got really popular in the TV show, so I think that's yeah. what brought her back into the main
2: light. Is she in the new Teen Titans?
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: no, actually. No? Well, she was. And she was. In the 2006 iteration Titans, mm. she was, and it was a cool concept by Jeff Johns, which is the old weirdo Titans who were not... T- uh, who are not sidekicks? Mm-hmm. They are managing the new sidekicks who are younger than them. So it's like Cyborg, Starfire, Starfire, and Beast Boy are all grown-ups, and now they're taking care of Superboy, Robin, and Wonder Girl, who are all teens. Mm-hmm. And they're like they're mentoring them. It's an interesting. It was a really interesting situation that then got derailed by a bunch of crossovers, and so never got <laughs> never got to mean its full fruition or come to fruition. But then. The last time Starfire has been in the news is when she was really starting to get objectified, like to the extreme. Like I said, that mm-hmm. she was a sex symbol. She walks around, like I said, in like like a,
2: a like one of those bikinis you only see models wear, like the well, ones that some of the covers I've seen are just like that's from like late eighties MTV. Yeah, that, but
0: but she was always a sex symbol. But then in in the restart when she was part of the Red Hood mm-hmm. uh, comic. That she was just like this weird. They they drew her so like to the extreme. Like look at that image of (laughs) her. Oh no, I have seen her. I saw her. um, It was a big deal. Like how how extreme they made her sexually in the the book, but also that she was like somebody who just said like I'll just have sex with anybody. Well, and then it was like part of her alienness that she just like, well, what you guys, you guys seem to value sex as something more than just like fun, and so, so really she was more sex positive than
5: any of us. Boobs, yeah, like, yeah. And but she had the boobs to match it. But it does feel <laughs>
0: like this. I actually heard this on BoJack Horseman recently, which I watched the first half of that series. Really good,
2: it's good man, I dig it.
0: But the explanation of just like that owning our sexuality is just a cover to. Say, like, oh no, this character's owning your sexuality. Is that just a cover to still just objectify women and pretend it's okay? Like, <laughs> kind of, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes. Especially when it is a man writing it and a man drawing it, I feel like no woman is involved in reclaiming anything there. Like, other than the fictional woman that they want to draw in a bikini. Eh. <laughs> Let's not get into all that. But look, the point is, Starfire is a cool character who is, I think, at her best as. A role model for for young ladies in the Teen Titans TV show, cartoon, and
1: the end. Boom! I think we all
0: before. learned something.
2: I think mm-hmm. we did too. I think we did too. Anybody else gonna go watch Teen Titans? I know. I nope. I think
0: time. are
3: the episodes on uh, Netflix? Let me check. Um, really digging that background music in every scene. It's like every the- single like Saturday morning cartoon show had the same background music. Yeah. Uh-huh. like. You go back and listen to those clips. Like that—that's that could have been on Wish Kid, yes. <laughs> and Hanna Barbera is the reason. Yeah. So they're... last
0: week's question of the week mm-hmm. was uh, your favorite recent-ish comic based on something from another medium. Aimbot Master chimed in with the Big Trouble in Little China comic, Ooh. a Ooh. sequel to the original film.
2: Man. Fuck, I didn't, I didn't know about that. What you don't want to allow it, Dave? Eh. I don't think that that I don't
3: think the movie needed
2: a sequel. What are you talking about? Jack Burton can go anywhere. Jack can Burton anything. can do
0: anything. Yeah, it was really like he's he's an Indiana Jones level character. Like yeah. He's he's it's people need to exploit that brand.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but you know what did <laughs> deserve a comic sequel is the Warriors, and they mm-hmm. did, and that's my yeah. choice. Oh, nice. Oh, a retroactive nice. pick. Yeah.
0: If you have one, Tyler, feel free to chime in. No, I've one. got nothing. Okay <laughs> Well, uh, the Tingler says, does Harley Quinn count? And meh, she did first appear on the animated series. But, true, uh,
2: very uh, technically.
0: J.J.B. Sterling says the recent it's Transformer comics, which has a really cool cover of yeah, Megatron is,
2: taking a picture of somebody. That is really awesome. Oh, that cover. Mm-hmm. That's I a really, really like
3: cool cover, cover image. A, yeah, that's uh, the... What, it's a, it's, What's it's the name of that camera one? No, yeah, kind of uh, oh,
0: if Brett was here. Yeah. Uh, two... To, to the, the Matt Cave. To the Matt Cave says, uh, the, there's been some Ghostbusters comics in the last few years by
2: IDW. Yeah, a bunch of crossovers <laughs> with Mars Attacks. So that's what got me interested in oh. thinking about looking into it." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mermaid Dream says the Mass Effect comics. Mm. Uh, John Wahizl says uh, the Marvel. He's really looking. He's counting on the Star Marvel Star Wars Darth Vader book to be Ooh. to save the day.
2: But will it be <gasps> canon? Oh, *Darth Vader* X brings up this one super easy. *Buffy
3: the Vampire
2: Slayer* season eight. Season yeah. eight yeah. is really cool. I
3: think they did a. I think they did like an extra season of *X Files* that way too.
2: They they might have. It's just like I was for some reason thinking back. I like on, when
0: they say like, "No, this is a canonical season." Yeah, like, it's, it's a canonical with
2: the show and the show. And does anybody watch *Buffy*? Tyler, you watched *Buffy*, didn't you? Of course, yeah. You remember how the last no, season
5: ended? Don't remember
2: that they. <laughs> there's only one Slayer except when there's two when someone thinks they're dead oh, and right. Faith comes along and, and then there's overcome, every slayer. to overcome the big bad they re- they awaken the potential of being a slayer in every girl and so the season eight is essentially like this army of right. badass her females her training
0: an army of badass training yeah, yeah it's
2: really cool I never I never followed uh, followed through with that well I, I know poor. that
0: in one brief storyline that uh, Buffy Buffy experiments mm. with the fairer sex if
2: you will me What? (laughs) Uh, No, you you Uh, don't. I also love that they they named it Buffy the Vampire Season 8 because it very much felt like uh, the joke Robot Chicken made uh, and then used. Every three to four issue story arc is like an episode, and there are 10 episodes as a season. And they're now in Season 10.
0: Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. But it doesn't answer what happened at the end of Angel.
2: So. Shit, I don't even know I, I don't know why I didn't love Angel as so much as I love Buffy I thought you were I was, I I was told, f- oh, uh, I was told uh, it was the boys, the, the Buffy for boys and just didn't grab me Watership Down Syndrome
0: says Stephen Colbert's Tech Jansen <laughs> <laughs> I never read this I need to read that, I haven't read that either It does seem
2: more amusing than laugh out loud Funny, but worth checking out if you're a fan of the Colbert Report
0: I love the Tech Jansen The Further Adventures of a Tech Jansen Those are so great Uh, let's see, G.I. Joe's in there from a couple people. Uh, gonna go down just a little bit longer here. Uh, oh, please, Henry, correct me if I'm wrong, but Batman Beyond started as a cartoon and then became a comic book. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these Batman cheats, like, people, like, trying to cheat and say, like, oh, this Batman cartoon then became a comic. Like, I guess, yes, technically, but... Oh, the Beavis and Butthead comic says Sega Galatico. Wow.
3: How much word count did they have to, like... Afford to he or huh. Well, they also to say skull and death rock. Of course. <laughs> yeah. And, and that, they can't use profanity, I'm guessing. So it's, well, yeah. you know sure
0: what it, I remember but, from Beavis and Butthead is getting tricked into thinking with the the, the, the commercial breaks. So they say, like, up next. And I would, like, oh, yeah. a couple times when I first started watching, like, oh, that's going to happen. That's weird. And then it doesn't happen. It I'm like, oh, does. I'm stupid. <laughs> you got me again, Mike Judge. I was also reminded of an episode. Uh, oh shit! There was a I forgot there was a Marvel comic Godzilla King of the Monsters with the Avengers in it.
2: Yeah, as was awesome pointed cover. out
0: by Super Giraffe.
2: Look at that! It's Vision referring to Godzilla. Taha head to LaserTimePodcast See that picture, baby. It's in the
0: forums. Those were all our favorite replies to last week's question. of The week this week's. Mm-hmm. So I read an interesting exchange between a Marvel editors like ask me anything type thing, mm-hmm. where somebody asks like. Hey, why isn't the the Hulk in the these books he's rated a 7 mm-hmm. and everybody else is rated a 6, but now in strength. But now some people are rating like Thor a 7 and mm-hmm. other people a 7. Hulk should be the only 7 cuz he's the strongest one there is and then Galactus and maybe other cosmic beings can be 7s. And the the guy's response was like I think you're reading comics to rate how strong somebody is, but I prefer them for the story. Yeah, so if it's a story not fucking gets...
2: Hearthstone. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I threw down a Hulk. Clearly your Thor no. must have died. Well, I mean, that is like, that
0: was... Okay, so yeah, the the question is... But I'll, you're not
2: factoring as an intelligence. I'll answer it, I'll
0: answer this first. But uh, the question is like, does do, do those ratings matter to you to the extent that it can ruin a story? And... I actually will say like I I want to act above it but I actually do it does bother me well, we like this
2: power that power can, level video uh,
0: well, like one of the most popular videos mm-hmm. I've ever appeared in was me complaining very strongly about the power levels being misrepresented for Marvel characters in
2: uh, Marvel versus Capcom because Marvel in case you guys don't know does have they do have a chart and yes. there's an official ranking in but it and But it's not set stamina. in
0: stone it moves around okay but uh,
2: but they do but like a seven means something
0: a seven means a lot yeah it really is they it is more reserved than it used to be. Now it's just like how they throw out tens for every video game. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I kid. Um, yeah. The point, is, though, I, the point is though <laughs> that I. The point is though that I am the type of person who gets annoyed when I'm like, well, wait, this guy is like the one of them was that Thor, like it was this rule that nobody can pick up Th- Thor's hammer but Thor, and then Hulk knocks unconscious Thor and then picks up. Uh, Thor is still holding onto his hammer Mm -hmm. while unconscious So then he grabs Thor's hand Mm -hmm. And picks up his hand And the hammer at the same time I'm like that is a (laughs) stupid loophole Like that shouldn't count Like that's bad writing I think Red Hulk
3: used it in space It was
0: the stupidest thing ever
3: then he yeah. used Thor's other hand on himself, and he was like, hey. "This is still, tr- I'm still straight. No. It's totally fine." <laughs> Gave himself a stranger with, the- <laughs> but <laughs> it, does, it does, yeah.
0: What is the subtext there? Number one, he knocks unconscious Thor, and then plays with his hammer. Like that's wrong. <laughs>
2: like. But but anyway yeah sounds I, like a slumber party to me. I do
0: think that I do think the numbers matter. But I I what I appreciate is that when they are explained in a story, mm. like some of my favorite writers Dan Slott and Mark Wade, mm. they're continuity crazies, but they also explain within their own thing of like, well, why could Spider Man pick up this thing when he normally couldn't, and he'd be like, well, because he had a special shirt that was bumping it up there. his adrenaline is better than yours Batman was faster this time because well, of
2: this I, I love that as an example because I've encountered numerous times where Batman and Superman fight They're, according, they don't even have the Marvel power levels but we all understand that Superman is stronger than Batman and what makes it interesting are the ways that Batman figures out why to be Superman because his, if he was on the Marvel spectrum that sounds mm-hmm. terrible uh, that, <laughs> that he would be have a higher intelligence, probably. Yes. Um, and that's I think that's I don't think they're important. That's from someone weaned on Marvel cards. Not on no,
5: Superman's dumb.
2: Stop it! It's not. It's super. Is he dumb? He's a little dumb. I love Superman. I do love Superman, but uh, it, it's more like those power levels. It's important you know what they are, so you can see why they're subverted. That's when things sure. get fun because the, the way you had sort of brought it up is like oh, it's a seven, like. I've been reading comics for 30. I never thought Hulk was the most powerful character in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. I can think of hundreds he's off the, the top of He's the strongest there is. That's what He's, he's the said strongest person from Earth, but like the second you throw cosmic anything into it.
0: When you put the power cosmic in there, at least, like, well, that ends everything. And even,
2: and even then, he's, he is constantly subverted and there are stronger
0: that's the uh, he That's
5: he the layman hmm. in the room. Walt well, well, yeah.
0: well, said so that Hulk can't be quantified anyway because the battery gets, the stronger he gets, so there's technically no roof to it. Mm-hmm. Like, he... So
2: I guess technically, then it's a seven because it it that's as high as it. It goes. helps. It helps you. It helps. I guess helps you uh, conceptualize the intelligence and the stamina and the endurance of certain characters. So when they do come across one another, you know what they do well, and if they sure. somehow come out of their comfort zone to do something unexpected and take someone mm-hmm. unaware. So I guess it's important to know, but not rigidly adhere to.
0: Now, that is like more, more pro wrestling logic, though. This guy
5: beat this guy, mm-hmm. thus he's better than that guy. Kinda, yeah. Like, well, I think. And I have established I don't know crap About comics But I Do think it's important Do you? Well Yeah it's part of the fun That like Baseball statistics <laughs> Thing with characters sure. Like Who's got the better RBA Like Yeah we know yeah. Who the Hearthstone player is but, but, <laughs> but it's 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 fun Because it's fun To believe that This mild mannered Uh mm-hmm. Scientist Is the strongest yeah, Ever the Even days. against Even against A god mm-hmm. Oh but He turns into the Hulk And he is like just the strongest force. It's that's it's fun to believe that, and it's fun to establish a uh, some kind of baseline truth yeah. about all of these no, heroes. No, I totally and agree with how that. strong they are and what they can and can't do, and watch them work around that. Because mm-hmm. that's you know, what I'm. Hawkeye's about. not that strong, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to watch him still, uh, you know, shoot Loki or something. I'm talking about the movies. I don't <laughs> read this shit. Uh, well, it's sorry. a Hawkeye to stumble ass-backwards into something clever, even
2: though his intelligence, strength, and stamina are not that high.
5: But there's also luck. There's yeah, luck, There's too. Is yes. luck. That's there how it is luck. in pro wrestling as well. Yeah. Anybody can get a lucky roll-up pin. Yeah. Right so I think man, I think you do have to explain yourself when you break I the rules to. of yeah. your yeah. own universe. If but, you uh, create rules for your universe, you should explain why you're breaking them. So Otherwise, it would take me out of it.
3: So with like these um, comic book character mm-hmm. rankings, do they... Do they use the whole scale? Like, are there are there comic yeah. book the characters that have like a two in intelligence because they're uh, kind of dumb? Why is everyone
0: a or, seven out of ten? I don't get. Nah, it. Well, yeah, it is one to seven, and there are some people who are like of low intelligence, get a one or a two. Like,
3: mm-hmm. what would pr- uh, Professor Xavier's like physical like skill be? I think it is a one because, yeah. he is, but
0: but a normal a normal human is two. That is mm-hmm. the starting point for it. Oh. Two is normal is a normal human. You're
3: yeah. I could beat up Professor X.
0: I think. Well. Yeah. One on one fight. If no he other said problem. like I won't use my memory, well, I don't know. Actually, like he he he's probably pretty good above the waist. Yeah. Like I think Damn, it's, <laughs> so yeah, the kick that's Probably be. true.
2: A kick yeah. fight. You. you I yeah. think he. You if dominate. he's
0: somebody who like forces like basically like military trains yeah. children to fight. To fight supervillains, like he's probably at least a little yeah. ready for one guy to push him out of his wheelchair.
3: Well, I, I respect a rating scale when they use the entire thing, like <laughs> uh, the WWE games. Yes, yeah. everyone is seventy five to ninety five, mm-hmm. which is even worse than like people like like yes. railing against the game website websites and magazines about not using. Yeah. They do use the whole scale when you compare it to. WWE games where just, it's
5: like... Just truncate yeah. the scales so yeah. that rather than uh, going from 1 to 100 and everyone's yeah. 75 or up, just start at seventy five mm-hmm. and make that one. Yes. I think the but difference like, there is. Vangal should
3: be like a fifty. I'm just saying. Like, no the, one's arguing. He, he loses. He loses every
5: week. I think the difference there is
0: that uh, that Hulk and Thor aren't real people and can't <laughs> and yeah.
3: can't have a meeting
0: and be like, I'm not that low. Make me a higher rating. But yeah. <laughs> like that that can happen with, with pro
3: wrestling. Zack fictionalized- Ryder can't do anything anymore. Okay, like. he has no power. <laughs> a
2: fictionalized account of like whoever plays Bruce Banner complaining to Marvel about his standing in the comics that sounds like a mad TV sketch it really does oh man we should
0: do that let's do that let's let's improv it right now Uh, hello I'm Bruce Banner
2: (laughs) hello Bruce do you have AIDS shit fuck
3: I can't do this Uh, (laughs) you're terrible at improv improv. you are now watching mad TV (laughs) man all
0: right I do think it's a a last thing I want to say because Tyler brought it up in break that it is it is a slippery slope because you can't if you define it too much then it does just become the joke of Dragon Ball Z which they actually <laughs> like dumped in the middle like after a while in Dragon Ball Z as well where they just brought in the, the super or it's sorry 9, Frieza 000. yeah Frieza and his guys have a counter on their head that says that statistically states how high so, how strong someone it's is their power level their yeah. power level and so they just go like well, this person's 1,000, he's 600, those guys, and then it's over 9,000, that's unbelievable. And then uh, basically by the third storyline, the one that followed the Frieza storyline, I think even Akira Toriyama admitted, like, I went too far with this. I can't quantify everybody by their goddamn power <laughs> level. So he made up, like, no, people can just hide their power level. Like, they can't, you can't read it. It's unreadable. Like,
5: so don't bother.
2: Yeah, I agree. Anywho.
5: Because you're not supposed to know that the hero is infinitely more powerful than the villain until the last moment when he defeats the villain. And so then it's just like people looking at him like, statistically,
0: he's lower than this other person. So then you have to have endless transformations to be like, oh, no, wait, his number's higher now. Now (laughs) his number's higher.
3: What? Now he has a cold. (laughs) <laughs> Boy, it sounds like good reading. We're watching <laughs> yeah. it. Super duper saying now. It's better
2: as a comic than as a show. I think yeah. if you focus on these kind of things too much, it'll make you crazy. Yes. Um, but, but having some baseline knowledge of how powerful, how smart, how lucky a character is will help you enjoy comics in the long run. Sure.
0: And their energy projection abilities too. And, yeah, again, I think that. the most
2: interesting thing is when that's subverted. That's Who good, has good.
0: a more powerful blast? Cyclops' optic beams or... Ooh. Or Thor's uh, lightning strikes. Oh, man. I hope
5: it's Cyclops because it's mm-hmm. his is pink. <laughs> I think it's, where I'm coming from is that it's fun to watch a villain underestimate a yes, hero. Yeah. That's what we all want to see. They mm-hmm. want to see them go, oh, Bruce Banner. Oh, big deal. And then he becomes Hulk. It's not Hulk, conflict, and he's, it's, it's,
2: it. conflict. This allows for triumph by giving yeah. people ascribing value to yeah. skills.
0: So yeah, answer that in this week's forums. Uh, this week's forums. This week's question of the week in the forums. You'll find a link to it on this week's episode on lasertimepodcast.com. And now it's time for the plugs that you are not allowed to skip. Laser Chris. time this
2: week. Oh man, it's really silly. Uh, it's, I don't even get it. What is it? It's uh, well, just listen. It, it's 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 a lot more freewheeling than normal, but it, it does. Go into Tyler. You were you were on it. What I was. I don't want to ruin it. Just because I, I do love what Brett brought up. Uh, he just reads some things off that people who make websites will understand Oh yeah, hmm. uh, and then we just go off on a bunch of oh, crazy God. ads this and is all... just us talking yeah it <laughs> mostly is just us talking What's uh, a free well, episodes. All people say they enjoy it but then everybody's looking at it I think because I made the visually worst image of any <laughs> laser time of all time might be but I didn't want to dwell on it I just wanted to get the show up if anybody wants to submit another one I'll swap it out right now I'm too busy because in addition to this show laser time now the fate of video game apocalypse is in my hands. <gasps> <Yeah. laughs> it didn't work at all on the break but i'm glad you guys were here to recognize my man impression uh michael is gone and we have to handle video game apocalypse on our own yeah. uh we're gonna get really fucking silly so if you li- listen listen to any episode let it be this one and you'll probably be disappointed then come back when the show C- come back again. when michael's back it's, it's called me.
3: vga let's get silly let's get silly <laughs> it cost 10 million dollars <laughs> Cheap Popcast, that's yes. also a show, right, Dave? Yeah, we'll have an episode before uh, the next pay-per-view, so uh, oh it. Oh boy, but not before NXT's pay-per-view, though. No. Well, yes. A hey, no. 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 Nope. After it. Yep.
0: Uh, and I guess that's uh, also VG Empire. There was a new episode of that. There's some... I can just give you a preview. There's some really cool stuff coming. Mm-hmm. Maybe VGM fans, VG Empire fans... Know that there's a little thing called Rocktober that's happened a couple years in a row. Will it be happening again this year? I don't know. Will it be twisted metal? Mm. Maybe. Mm, Probably not. Hey, but until next time, Excelsior. Excelsior!